Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the God. The name of our King. The name of the Most High. We thank you, Father, for the powerful teaching that you have given us yesterday. For the bread that was broken and shared, that many lives are touched, transformed. That we do not go back home after that session the way we were, but we go back enriched with new value, with a new perspective on many things, with a new message, a new revelation that you give each of us individually as you speak to us in our hearts through your word the conviction that comes out of it. We thank you, Father, for your precious servants that you have given us, that have led us to praise and worship. And through a breaking open of that word and the powerful anointing that was released during and after this session in the church, we thank you, Father, for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for that grace that you're ever willing to pour out on us. Unconditionally, unmerited. We thank you, Lord, for your favor. We thank you for all the testimonies that have come out of that session there. For all the ones that were planned and all those that were unplanned as well. We thank you for the testimonies that do get mentioned on our prayer group as well. Father, we thank you for your mercy. You are here with us, moving in our midst. We worship you. We glorify your name. We give you praise. We give you thanks. And the peace that you pour in our lives. We want to share that peace with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting or will pray with this recording. With everyone for whom prayers have been requested on our group. For all with all those that are part of this praying family and with all those that couldn't make it to the prayer session yesterday, even though invited. We thank you, Father, for blessing each one of these. Thank you for your peace that rains down on each of these families. We share your peace with all those that are called by your name as Christians and yet do not know you, have never had that encounter to come across this dimension of your love, where their hearts are transformed and touched, convicted, and they want to give their life to you. We share that peace with each of those families today, Lord, as well as all those that do not want to know you, that have willingly stayed away, that have made choices away from you. Share your peace, Father with each of these. That every will that keeps, that stands in the way, keeps their eyes from seeing you. That every such will be torn apart. Every mountain that has arisen in between, making it difficult for them to know you. The work of the enemy be torn down right now in the name of Jesus. 
that your glory, your radiance shines through. They are able to see their father, the giver of life to them. Their creator, their maker. They are able to make that conscious decision to turn back like the prodigal son. To repent, to be renewed and to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Let their lives be blessed today. Father, we thank you for all those salvations that will be received this very day. In the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we call on your name. The name of our God, our Father, our King. The one who is our hiding place. In all my troubles, in all my challenges, you are my strong tower. To you shall I run, my Father, my Daddy, my Protector. My teacher, my friend. The one who is the God of peace, the God of hope, the God who always blesses faith. And we pray in the name of Jesus, the one who taught us about that faith the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. The word himself. The one who is faithful. He gave of his everything. He proved to be our friend. A friend of sinners. A friend to me. To each of us. Never gave up on us. The bread of life. The sheep gate. The door and the bridge to the Father. We might not be lost in the outer darkness, but might have that way, the truth and the life. The eternal life through his eternal, through his sacrifice that he paid for us. That eternal life, the gift of salvation that he made available to us freely. That we don't pay a price for it. That we don't have to pay the price for judgment. For what we rightfully deserve. But he puts his righteousness into us. And it is on account of that righteousness that he put into us. That the father says we are justified. And the accuser can no longer point a finger at us. We thank you Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your blood that rescues us. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, who is also our advocate here on us, who will never leave us, forever by our side, given to us as a gift through Jesus. The spirit of truth about whom we have learned yesterday. It is he who reveals to us all the truth in the Bible. So that every falsehood, every lie that was told to us. Is now laid bare in the light of his word. When he quickens us in our spirit. And he makes available to us 
the plans, the thoughts that the Father has for us and the solutions that are available to all those challenges, that baggage that we carry with us when we come to Him for answers. We thank you, Father, that you are there for us. You gave of your everything and you keep on giving. You never stop giving. But you love us so much. We thank you for your mercy that you renew for us every morning, for the grace that you made available to us through the sacrifice Jesus paid on that cross. We thank you for your spirit. That when we received him at our own Pentecost, our individual born-again experience, our life was not the same again. We are able to walk under an open heaven. We are able to speak the word, that utterance that we have been blessed with, where he reminds us of the, what is written in your word and he teaches us to speak it. That we are able to speak it with conviction, we are able to speak it with faith, knowing that that which we have spoken, that word shall not come back empty, shall not fail. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of that word that you teach us every single day. That you become more and more real to us. That we learn newer dimensions of you. And as we understand those dimensions, we are able to tap into the grace, the energy that is available to us there. So that the power of Zion, that power that is at work in us, is able to bring effect is able to bring manifestation through the spirit and into the physical. And our expectation, our hope is able to meet with our faith and be manifest. We thank you, Jesus, for the gift of family, of friends, of angels, of destiny helpers, of everyone that you have given to us in our lives to ensure that this life is lived to its full to abundance. We thank you, Lord, that you never desert us. You are here with us and for us. We thank you, Father, for the gift of our daily bread that we eat, our food. It is you who provide food on our table. You provide all our needs in accordance with your riches. We shall not lack. We shall not want. You are our shepherd. We thank you, Father, that through your word, you give us your principles, your mysteries, your secrets, so that every secret that is made available to us and we know, and when we engage and operate in it, with understanding, with the wisdom that you give us, every single one of those secrets brings about your favor that starts to work in our life, that starts to answer to situations like we have never seen before. That even people around us are surprised and wonder, how is it that things have changed? We thank you, Father, that your word is your book of secrets and you quicken us through every day of reading. When we read your word and when you show us how to speak it, we thank you, Father, for all your pastors, for all your teachers, for all the intercessors that pray for us. Those that are known, those that are unknown, especially the silent intercessors, our own family that pray for us silently every single day and go unnoticed. 
we thank them this day father and we thank you for their ministry that started from the day of our birth and even before we thank you lord for your mercy and as we pray this morning we reflect on your word in proverbs 4 verse 23 which says keep on some versions say guard guard your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life now i'm not going to touch on the issues of life here we're all experiencing them but those are based on the choices we make and so he says guard your heart i'd like to reflect on that heart today what is the heart we know that man is made of body soul and spirit 1 thessalonians 5:23 tells us that and the spirit is where our intuition our conscience and our fellowship sit intuition for knowing fellowship for participating and sharing conscience for convicting and these are what the holy spirit uses when he works within us and with us now the soul is the seat of our emotions our will and our intellect which is also called the mind that is our ability to think emotions will and the mind so where does the heart fit then the heart is not a physical organ it consists of all that is in the soul and an intersection of the conscience part of the spirit how do we know that let's look at scriptures hebrews 10 verse 22 says let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience so the heart has to be sprinkled from an evil conscience that means conscience is part of the heart but can swing either way towards the will of god or towards evil and that is based on what knowledge is being fed to it this is why we are able to train our born again spirit by feeding it the word of god in the next the bible also says in proverbs 23 verse 7 as a man thinks in his heart so he is so the heart also has the ability to think which comes from the soul we saw that the soul has the mind in it the mind of the soul and the conscience of the spirit are part of the heart the mind thinks from logic and from the flesh point of view the carnal knowledge that is fed into it and the conscience depends on intuition and the knowledge that is fed into it as well and that is why there is confusion when a person cannot decide and to end up choosing one or the other is a gamble and this is where the issues of life come from 
because the heart is naive and it can't tell. And so we need discernment. How do we get that? Through the word of God and through the knowledge it provides. And an important verse here for this is Hebrews 4 verse 12, which says the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates, listen carefully, it penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit. The faculties that are in the soul, which we saw our intuition, our conscience, And those are separated from, that is, faculties of the spirit are separated from those of the soul, which have the will, the mind. So it penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow. And now the next part is most important. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Thoughts which come from the mind in the soul and attitudes which come from conscience, from our conscience in the spirit side of it. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The double-edged sword, the word of God. And so it is that active and alive word that helps us guard our heart with all diligence, activating our conscience. How does the word become alive and active? Remember Moses was given the law on tablets of stone, but in Jeremiah 31 verse 33, it says, this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. That is his declaration, his covenant. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. So his law is in our thinking and his law is in our conscience, in the hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. He also says the same in Proverbs 7 verses 2 and 3. Now the law which is written on our minds and our hearts is one that reminds us of what it says. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And the more we hear it, the more it is impressed the more firmly it is written. And when we are given that understanding of what is written there, the sharper does our conscience and our mind get. So every time we are then faced with such a situation, that word that is received is now referenced and triggers our conscience. It is alive and active. And as a double-edged sword, then is used to judge the thoughts and attitudes. With the Holy Spirit in us speaking to us, He 
it is he who guides us into all truth through this double-edged sword and we are able to make our call our decision through that guidance guard your heart with all diligence he says for out of it spring the issues of life father we thank you that each one of us get this understanding of how it works how your word works within us and how you speak to us so that through every time we are convicted when you speak to us we are able to step ahead in boldness following your instruction your direction your word we are able to make that choice for our lives for everything that we are working on we ask for this edification in our spirit father for that gift of discernment to be activated through your mechanisms that you have made available to us we ask for that growth that understanding that learning that wisdom father to be poured into each of our lives this day and as we pray for growth in our spirit we also pray for our physical and temporal needs for all the requests that have been made on our prayer group we pray especially for all those that are hospitalized for all those that are facing life threatening challenges including sickness and disease like cancers no matter how long or how difficult or how complicated those names are we know and we believe in our heart father that every name must be subject to the name that is above all names we come against every such name every such sickness and disease under the name and the authority of great commission given to us by jesus himself and he gave us the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions we come against every such spirit of infirmity and don't care how difficult or how complicated it is but we release our faith and we say in the name of jesus we curse and we rebuke them we bind them we command them be uprooted from here just like jesus cursed the fig tree and it died we curse every such spirit of infirmity we declare you are dried from the root be uprooted from this person right now be planted into the lake of fire and brimstone we call judgment upon you right now under the authority of his name the name of jesus we declare your healing lord over each of these for it is by your stripes in your wounds the price was paid in full those that were under judgment are now under your grace we declare their healing complete we cover them by your precious blood jesus that blood through which there is renewal through which there is a rebuilding of these lives let this miracle answer to them bodily now in your mighty name lord 
that your name be glorified, that your people be salvaged, that there be a testimony here through which many more will have a transformation of heart and a renewal of mind. We pray also for all families that are undergoing challenges, seeking to separate them, misunderstandings, infidelities, violence, abuse, fights, confusion, chaos. Every evil spirit that seeks to steal that peace and that love that was existing in that family, we come against them in the name of Jesus and we declare judgment. We call the fire of judgment on them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare freedom from oppression. We declare every chain broken. We declare every misunderstanding resolved. We declare peace. We declare unity. We declare love. For you, Father, our love. And when you, the Most High, enters in, the God of love, the Most Low must leave. We command them to leave right now. You will leave that home and never return to it. We curse you in the name of Jesus and cast you out of there right now into the sea that God has prepared for you. Father, we invite you, Lord Jesus, we invite you into these homes. You say, I stand knocking in Revelations 3 verse 20. I stand knocking at the door and if you invite me in, I shall come in and sup with you, Lord, on behalf of each of these families that we intercede for, that we pray for. We invite you into these homes, knowing that when you enter in, that atmosphere is transformed to one of love. And what you have now joined together, let no man and no spirit separate. When you enter in, Father, we know that your grace follows. We know that your favor chases them. We know that every complication in their life is resolved. We know that every difficulty is put out of that home. Love, joy, abundance and peace are what fill that environment and that atmosphere. We take a moment to remember all these families that we are aware of that are going through these kind of challenges. Every such family that is part of our prayer group or requests that have been made on this group, especially those undergoing separation, those that are praying for child custody, those that are undergoing domestic violence and abuse, Those that are living as separate individuals under the same roof, not talking to each other. Father, let your love fill their hearts. You created male and female. You created man in your own image. They both are your own image. We pray that that love be restored. That that peace be restored. That those smiles be restored. In your mighty name, Lord. We declare freedom over their lives this very day. Freedom from all oppression that has caused them to live like that.
we pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds over their lives. Those that can't get rid of a habit of pornography. The habit of alcohol. Drug addiction. Any kind of mental disorders. Discriminatory thoughts. Thoughts of self-harm. Suicidal tendencies. Everything that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground and in bondage. We come against it in your authority, Jesus. We declare every such chain of bondage broken. Father, we ask for your anointing to be poured over each of these lives today. Knowing in our heart. And activating that principle of Isaiah 10 verse 27. That when your anointing touches these lives. The yoke of the enemy is broken. The burden is taken off their shoulder. The yoke of their neck. And where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. We declare that liberty. That freedom over each of these lives today. Freedom from oppression, freedom from poverty, freedom from being busy and not having time to pray. Freedom from a spirit of rebellion. Freedom from anxiety, from depression. We declare every such hold over their lives broken right now in the name of Jesus. Take a moment to remember all those that we are praying for, that are experiencing any such kind of stronghold. We take their names in our own private prayer. We pray for all those that are battling challenges in their finances as well. Father, help us to understand the principle of tithing. The principles mentioned in your word where you say there is he that scatters and yet increases. And there is he that holds more than is required and yet tends to poverty. Help us understand that principle. That when we sow into your kingdom and you have said, test us, test me in this. That you shall open your abundance to them. Pour out such a blessing that there is no space in their homes, in their bank accounts, in their barns, in any kind of storage that they have to contain it. And the devourer is now placed on a chain that he can no longer jump on them and eat of what is their inheritance. Help us understand the deeper mysteries of how your kingdom principles work. The plans that you have for our finances to not only protect it, but to also increase and multiply it. For all those that are jobless, that are seeking jobs, Father, we thank you for every provision that you have made in the spirit. We prophesy a creation of new opportunities, new jobs for each of them. We activate the angels whom you have given charge of them to go forth and pick those opportunities and bring them to these, the children of your inheritance, that they might not be given to reproach. They might not be given to oppression. 
but might be brought to the abundance that Jesus said he came to give. We activate their destiny, help us to come forward and to connect them with these jobs, to help them succeed on this opportunity, to help them rebuild their lives with a fresh start. Father, we ask that these be made a testimony, that they are able to see it, consciously acknowledge that it is way beyond their capability that this has come from, for them to understand and know that it is their father who always stood with them, who always carries them on the palm of his hand, who has never forgotten them and never will. The father that loves. We pray also for our own personal intentions, those of our families, those of our prayer group. We pray for protection, for a hedge of defense by the blood of Jesus over every member of the core team and every member of every family of this prayer group, that each one's ministry be activated in our own individual ways, that we are able to carry your gospel, carry your word, the word of our testimony, the message of the blood of Jesus and the gift of salvation to be able to transform lives around us every single day, to be able to be that blessing. We ask for that grace of boldness and the spirit of obedience this day, Father, for each of us. We now connect with you in our spirit, praying in the gift you have given us, the gift of tongues, knowing that you, O Holy Spirit, our Father, you make intercession for us on our behalf. When you pray with us, our prayer of agreement that we make with you and with each other is a hundred percent an answered prayer. This is our faith and we release this, our faith, knowing that that which we have come with expectation, that which we expect, to come by way of an answer in our prayer. The vision that we make in our minds right now that we are giving you, that vision shall be carved out, every little detail in it, and be made manifest in the physical, that your joy be in us, that our joy be made full, because we know you are a loving father. You shall not give us a stone when we ask for bread. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And this prayer is an answered prayer. Encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. And those that do not have that gift of praying in tongues, to pray for that gift that the Father releases anointing this day. Father, touch their lives, their tongues right now. That is, they open their tongues. Let them be blessed with your gift, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra, 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Unmerited. We thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The words that I was given this morning, the joy of your heart is me beating in you, my very presence. The scripture I've been given is Acts 2, 24 to 28. But God raised him up, having loosed the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. 
you will make me full of gladness with your presence. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God put on my heart today is from Matthew 7, 24 to 27. So then, anyone who hears these words of mine and obeys them is like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain poured down, the rivers overflowed, and the wind blew hard against that house. But it did not fall because it was built on rock. But anyone who hears these words of mine and does not obey them is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain poured down, the rivers overflowed, the wind blew hard against that house and it fell. And what a terrible fall that was. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are our rock, our refuge, unshakable, unchangeable, unmovable. And when we build our house, our life, our hearts on your wisdom, on your word and an understanding of it, the rain from above, the floods from underneath and the wind from around cannot touch us in any way. In all directions, 360 degrees, we are protected and we are safe. You put that hedge of defense around us. Thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his love and the favor that comes chasing after us and overtakes us out of that jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day that our lives become that light set up on a hill, that testimony that inspires others. And as we are blessed, let us in turn step out boldly and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless you and everybody and have a great weekend. Thank you, Baba.